touch anything. <laughs> it's the greatest find yet. Nothing compares to it. But it's definitely something you should hear. This is The Real Deal with Larry Lawton. Welcome to The Real Deal with me, Larry Lawton, and I have a great show on today's Friday show. And as you can see, we have this show up on Spotify and all your uh, podcast platforms, and it is on YouTube. So you could look at us, you could see what we're doing. We have a great guest and a friend of mine, and he's an amazing publisher, and he is the, my New York partner in the Bronx. That's what I'm saying, South hey, Bronx. My what man, up, Pete Larry, Lopez. Man, Larry Lawton, man, what's going down? Pete, we're going to have a great show. Yes, Before yes. I get started, I'd have to say, first of all, everybody, let's thank Oliva Cigars. They are my sponsor. Nice. Oliva you are the best. You guys have always been the best with me. We've got a great working relationship. Uh, they're the third largest cigar company in the world. Wow. And they make the best cigar in the world, which is my cigar. So we are having fun with them. Please check out my book. Now, talk about publishing. Yes. People have been known. My book has been late about a, a month, but you're going to help me, right, yes. Pete? Tomorrow. We had some printing issues, and Pete's going to jump in on me and help. Yes. And, of course, Gangster Redemption is a bestseller, going crazy. It still is. We're taking a cover, doing a new cover. My cigars, the Crooked Diamond, are all over the place. I have a meeting this week with a German uh, representative for the biggest cigar uh, provider in Germany. Wow. So that's going to be a lot of fun, people. And uh, Sam and I are going to be doing that. I have Nick on the board. How you doing, Nick? Nick the Quick. Oh, we're doing good. Nick, there he is. He has to hold that mic. Yeah. He's like, he's, 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 got, he's stopping himself. He's stopping himself. Ah. But uh, we, you know, I got Pete here. Let me explain Pete, first of all, people. Uh, Pete is owns a publishing company called Publifly. Pub, Publifly. Publifly press uh, and they call him the uh publishing czar pete is from the bronx south bronx that's how we met i mean we connect right away uh and he's a publisher i know what he does he represents a lot of high-end clients uh we clicked that's the way it should be uh and he does good because he really looks out for his clients and 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 i really respected that i mean you talk to me right away about your clients and how we can help them we can do certain things and that's you don't get publishing companies like that anymore no, the big five, they, they've been built. You, know, you talk about Penguins, you know, Harper. Simon & Schuster. Uh, Simon & Schuster. And you, I mean, you, I, mean I, I even remember the type of contracts you were trying to get. Their job is to own your life, like to own your assets and to take everything from you. I mean, in perpetuity. I mean, people think about a 360 deal. Oh, well, I'm going to get the exposure. Well, back then you needed that, Larry, right? Back then you had a typewriter and you had the brick and mortar bookstores. So that was the only way to get your book out. Nowadays, you don't need the big guys. I mean, with they're out of business. They're going out of business. You got 3 million subscribers. They can't get that access to you. I mean, and most of them not only would publish a book, but you got to pay for the marketing. So that's some crazy stuff. So that's where I know publishing is changing. You know, let me tell you a quick story. They don't story. even market it for you? No, nope. let me tell they you what happened to life. me, Nick, and you'll nope. like the story. Nope. Uh, when I was doing my book, I met a great friend of mine. He actually wrote a book called Don't Shoot, I'm the Guitar Man. <laughs> and he was a guitar teacher in San Quentin Prison. Mm. And his name is Buzzy Martin. He's a good friend to this day. Now, Buzzy uh, is an author, best-selling author. And he, you know, we talked a lot. And he was published by Penguin. Penguin's one of the big five, like you said. And he said, Larry, he goes, Larry, your story's amazing. If you can do it, 
don't go. Now, this is 2012. That's 10 years ago. He says, if you could do it, don't go with them. They've screwed me already. I go, what do you mean, Buzz? He goes, you know, all the overseas money that they get. Yep. Obviously, these big publishing companies, they lose the profit in expenses and the bullshit Mm -hmm. that goes along with it. And what happens is, unless you're Hillary Clinton or you're a, you know, a Steph Curry who's writing a book and they have millions behind you to put you on a, on a tour, they're not going to promote you at all. No. no. And I learned that when I got my book published because I ended up doing it. And I ended up uh, uh, getting, I was offered a lot of money. I was offered 50 grand. And then- At that time, that was especially what you were coming out of. That was that was some good money. That was good money. It's and good I, money today. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't do it. Wow. The best move I ever made. And wow. I needed the money. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because, like you said, they own everything. Now, when my movie's made, and you'll be there. That's right. We, no, no, I no, own no, no, no. There's no movie. Oh, he don't oh, want to. Listen to what he said. Watch he's this. Scared. He's right. No, there's no movie. No, no, it's coming. a Netflix series. It's yeah, a that, series. It's yeah. a series. It's yeah. a docu-series. Yeah. We talked about that in LA, actually. Yeah. Larry, this is the crazy part. Talk about ownership, right? I mean, it's literally like a slave contract. Dave Chappelle could not, when he left his show, they owned everything in perpetuity. That means he didn't even own his own name. So Dave Chappelle, the Dave Chappelle show. What a great they, show, Oh, too. it's the best. Because they owned all his rights. Like, whoever owns your rights owns your life. That is the Illuminati. I mean, he that is, there hiding. it is. This is he went so, in hiding for it. He and, said it was the Illuminati. I mean, thank God for the Netflix CEO that brought, you know, was able to buy back the rights and gave it to him. But even like, I, I had a group, uh, uh, En Vogue. They couldn't, they couldn't even, they sold 10 million records, made two pennies on the dollar. I couldn't even publish their book. Because whoever owns those assets, so these major publishing, this guy Alan Malnick purchased uh, Hollywood Studios and, he, and then he bought a major publisher because he wanted the rights to The Godfather. So that's what they do. Like the books are the most important entry point because if they have that access, they own your music, they own your masters, they own your writing, they own your, 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 your likeness, they own your image. Uh, we even had a girl, she's massive on, on TikTok, and they were telling her, well, if we publish your book, you have to do so many TikToks for us. She had to do it for them. They weren't going to do it for her. So, I mean, just think about it. She's got like 3 million subscribers, <coughs> and they're even telling her what has to be done. So, I like that you, you, you were an innovator. Like, I, you know, people, Larry, numbers don't lie. People lie. And I looked up your book scan numbers, you know, because I'm a publisher. I have all the back end. And I'm like, wow, this dude has sold a lot of books, man. Like, we have, you know, we keep printing another printing of 500, another printing of 1,000. And, you know, uh, Pete, I do it myself. Wow. Did you know I was in Barnes & Noble? You can go on Barnes yeah, & Noble yeah, and yeah. get my book. Uh, it was in the store. I remember I did a signing at yeah. Barnes & Noble. And I got it in myself. No. I sent my transcript to Barnes & Noble. And they, I get a letter back. I got the letter and everything. And was it this said, when you uh, went on your LinkedIn spree? No, 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 no. <laughs> I ended up, uh, when I did the book, you know, and I got a lot of advice from good people who told me like, lad, you know, you're in a good spot. You know, you're on TV a lot. You do a lot of things. Because I was always on TV. Wow. He says, they're going to screw you. You get 15% and that's after the profits and they're not going to have profits. Oh. And, you know, they, they you know, Man. I'm talking to a man, man who's a big time publisher. But you're, you know, what I've heard about you, yeah. and, and I've talked to a lot of people already, you are so straight up with people. And I know yeah. you. I mean, we've yeah. talked enough, we hung out enough. I love that. I, listen, we all got to make money, we yes. all got to eat. 
but you're not out to screw that poor person who wrote that book with their blood, sweat, and tears. And uh, now, should if a movie gets made, you help them get it? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I get a a piece of the action. Absolutely. But not 100%. Maybe 20, 30%, but. Not a hundred. You, you know, know, exactly. You know, I when I did my book and now I own it all. And it's funny because I could talk to anybody I want. I own, I could sell the rights to a movie for a quarter million and then be a part of the movie by being a consultant on the movie. I could do anything I want right yeah, at this they, point. Yeah. But, and I'm going to talk to you about that, how to do that. You, yeah, you yeah. probably have some good ideas. Yeah, exactly. Because my reviews on my book are off the charts if you ever seen them. Uh, the you know, and I'm happy. Listen, my book. You know who wrote my book with me? Ooh. Peter Golenbach, who's an eight-time well, New York Times best-selling author. Yeah. Wow! You know Peter Golenbach. He yeah. did books with uh, Tony Curtis, with Billy Martin, That's big sports impressive. writer. Uh, uh, big. There's pictures in there too, and all. I'll show you. And, and Billy Martin, he's done eight New York Times bestseller. Well, one of them's with me. That's right. But, that's uh, <laughs> right. Seven-time bestseller. Yeah, yeah. Now it's eight. <laughs> well, that's but right. anyway, uh, and he, uh, what a great guy. I ended up paying him out of my pocket, so I own it. You know, I mean, I did everything right. Well, you even took the writing rights, too? Yes. Dude, what, 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 oh, what did you learn this, man, at the, uh, you know, at the yard, bro? He just yeah. said, oh, first <laughs> I heard you hung him over a bridge. Well, <laughs> it might have been a little curse in here. No, no, no. Did it cost you like 100 mags or 20 stamps or some, no, some tuna? No, it cost bit? me like Nick said, maybe like a little hanging someone over a highway. Dude. Remember Lehman High School? Yeah, Lehman High School. Who builds a high, a, a high school over a highway? That's crazy. I, I was and John there. F. Kennedy High School was like over the highway. No, that wasn't over the highway. No, it was it was looking the down the highway. highway. Yeah, yeah. Lehman was Lehman, over Lehman was highway. Crazy. But anyway. Uh, New York will fit anything anywhere. Oh, yeah, they do, man. I'm telling you, I love it. I do miss it, but I, I let me tell you, I it's miss so it. Congested. I miss it, but I like going back. For quick hits, yeah, and coming yeah, back, you know, I don't yeah. want to live there. I don't want that hustle and bustle. It's fit, uh, Nick in New York. It was called PS. I went to PS twenty nine. I went to PS seventy two. Yeah, okay, then you went to JR one seventy two. I went IS one ninety two. IS. It was IS, IS. IS. And then I went to uh, Taft High School. You went there. I went to Lehman. We used to play you guys I, in football. Then I went to John F Kennedy. For a we used to play you guys in football. Taft High School was rough. Taft yeah. Lehman. Yeah. Wow, we were Lehman Lions, man. We're a lot of athletes. Lehman you know, Lions. You know who came out of our school? And if you look on, this is a great thing. Lehman Lions. If you, ow, ow. If you look on Wikipedia mm-hmm. for Lehman High School, they have notable alumni. It's me. It's Cardi B. What? It, Cardi it, B it, it's came Bobby from Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. He's still getting paid. Bobby Bonilla. French Montana. French Montana. Uh, a couple other people. It sounds like all the all the artists went over there. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm, Did they have like an arts program? Oh, yeah. yeah. But you know I'm the oldest one on that list? No way. But they have me. And you know what's the funny part of that whole thing? I didn't graduate. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got your master's in hard knocks, man. Oh, you know that, man. Yeah. But I want to open up and I want to say something and give a big shout out. I'm going to show you something you're yeah. going to appreciate. Whoa. And I mean appreciate. You're a New Yorker through and through. Is this, is this, I'm loving this podcast. Is this Illuminati stuff? This well, it, looked, no. it looked like the, where, where no, it came not. from. It's it was, not. It's, it's not. not. <laughs> no. no. Not. I have a friend I met. <laughs> I met in New York City. First of all, he's the most intelligent. Him and I are like this now. Mm-hmm. We connected. First of all, we're the same age. Let's just put it this way. He was exact same age. You're welcome both- for that introduction, by yeah. the way. Oh. I said you're welcome for the introduction, by the way. I didn't get that. He made the intro to the yeah, guy? Yeah. 
It was all Who me. did? Nick? Nick? No, he didn't. He oh. saw yeah. us doing a podcast. If it wasn't on a, for my Did you camera. know I did a podcast, the highest podcast of any podcast? I did it on the 102nd floor of the Empire State no Building. No way. This is how I met the guy. The guy's been working with the Empire State Building for 35 Whoa. years. This guy's the most intelligent dude I've ever met about New York City. And He's not we, your regular guy. No. That's, and that's we become very good friends. And uh, I'm going up there. He's taking care of things. He sent me a gift. Now, I, he's a cigar guy, so we go back yeah, and forth. Yeah. I'm going to show you something, and you're going to really appreciate it. Uh-oh, let's see. Now, this is my man, Gordon Black. Gordon, thank you very much, buddy. And show this is a shout first. out. This one first? No, that one. Oh, this one first. Gordon, thank you very much, my man. You're the best. Love you. Now, we're in New hope York. Your wife's let's, doing well. let's make this clear, because people think New York City's Manhattan. No, there's five boroughs. Bronx. Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, Staten, and Staten Island. Island. Long Island's not a borough. Let's get that clear. So Sorry, you know, we used to rob my cars there. Oh, oh, all no, the time. My bad. My bad. Yeah. People say New York City is not Manhattan. New York City is the five boroughs. I you better recognize that. Of course. That. I love this. You know? I love when people say, oh, I'm from New York. I go, where are you from? Buffalo. No, you're no, not. No, you're not. Oh, no, like you're upstate, not. Like, upstate. Yeah, uh, upstate. Anything past... <laughs> Yonkers is upstate, right? Yeah. Oh, White Plains. Mm, yeah, White Plains, White Plains yeah, all that stuff there. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Nyack and all that. that my that's, sister that's everything, a, a, everything outside of the like, five boroughs. The five Let's boroughs. Face it, the five boroughs. Now, yeah. Manhattan, what people don't know, that even has towns within Manhattan, like oh, Inwood Greenwich, and Greenwich. Um, I mean, that's down south. Yeah. I worked in Greenwich Village. Get out. I worked in a mob place called uh, Sal Anthony's on uh, 14th Street and. In uh, the village, the East Village. I, 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 Unbelievable. I, I went there for a coffee when I was working out of a city bank in, in Wall Street. And I saw John Gotti having a little uh, a little tea over there. <laughs> oh, I, I, I was in a restaurant with him. I was in a restaurant with him. Yeah, you, you, it was a frequent place for... Uh, uh, now, yeah. I'm going to show everybody what Gordon did for me. Gordon, again, I'm going to show this, this, this young man here. Wow. And he's a New Yorker. Now, you're going to know what this is, of course. Oh, the subway map. Yeah. When's it, su- what's the year? This, Aren't they old? Uh, these are in the 80s. Yeah. Now, so super old. Now, listen to this. Oh this, I want to show everybody if you didn't see. There's a great oh graffiti artist God. in New York. Bro, tell me you're going to. I'm framing that, them. You know oh I'm framing them. Look at this. Love, L-O, the V-E. That is the most beautiful thing I've ever Wait, seen. That is an actual map of the city. And this is a famous graffiti guy. A very famous He's guy. Reaching banks. Huh? What's his Banksy. name? Not Banksy. He's no, reaching. No, this guy's Tracy. 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 Remember Tracy from New York? Uh, Tracy. No, Tracy. I'm, I'm going to tell you who He's he from is. the Bronx. He was a great artist from Tracy. Wait, watch this one. This one's going to blow you away. I got I, I to gotta text James. I got to text James Cruz uh, and give me the names. Art Art and Map. It's called Instagram. Yeah, He's we'll a, put his at at the, you know. Yeah, we're going to put it in, in this thing. Gordon, I love oh, you. Now, Nick God. is going to ask for a request from you, Gordon. Nick wants to call you later. He wants Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's well, Nick. Because he's a real New York. Watch this. I am a real New York. Wait, Thank watch you. this. Oh, my. You got to be kidding me. This, ladies and gentlemen, is done by a famous artist in New York on the map of New York City subway. Oh, talking to Mike. The bus <clears throat> subway system. This is, I'm telling you, you're getting framed, obviously, you know. This is gonna be framed right you here. You know, you know, you know you weren't from New York if you were using that map. Because I never used the map in New York. Of course not. I mean, come on, you took the four to the And you know, we didn't yeah, have phones yeah. and stuff oh either. Oh my god. But now I wanna show somebody. This map Careful with my map, I, man. I, I know, careful I, with my map. Listen, this map is is just this is the New York artist who did it. 
Uh, Nick, we'll have to get his whole information, put it up there as well. Yeah, the, uh, I definitely want to follow. Look at this. this. It's got it's, Chinese it's at, in the back. It's, okay, so his his Instagram is art on map. Art, art on map. Yeah, That's what it is. I got to definitely. He's a famous guy, man. His stuff is clean and crisp. Man. Wow, this guy is amazing. Oh. And this map, I think, is in the eighties. I think Gordon was telling me, and uh, it's wow. All right, uh, Larry, can no, you turn it around? Huh? Turn, turn that around. Yeah, yeah. That oh. is, you got to take a picture yeah, of that. Yeah, take a picture of that. I got to take a picture of that. Look that is, that. oh, man. Batman, is that Art? amazing? His stuff is different. His stuff is, I've never seen something like that. Well, this With is the being glitter. Framed, obviously being framed. Oh, yeah, that's got to be. Uh, I'm going to show you a couple other things that Gordon. Now, this is my buddy Gordon. Now. Talking in the mic. I appreciate Gordon. We talk. We'll talk at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning. What, what's up, Nate? I just can't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll have we'll, we'll do that now. I'm gonna show you another thing. <clears throat> Wait, there's more. There is more. This, is, this is the actual tickets thing from the EP, the Empire State, the Real oh, Magic. Oh man! Did you know? I've learned more about the Empire State. You didn't even know, and I didn't know. Did you know that's the most important building in the United States? Did you know that covers the whole entire East Coast? Up to Tennessee for communications with satellites. Because the antenna? The satellites oh and everything. God. We learned a lot, right, Nick? I mean, it was blew us away. This guy, Gordon, I'm telling you, i got to have him on just to really give New York. Because I'm from New York, Man, and I don't know. Now, look at this. Watch this, Well, guys. good thing we can take the podcast in. <laughs> hey, look at this, guys. That's that getting beautiful. framed. I like that. That is getting framed. Wait, turn it around. Uh, that's sure. definitely that's, got to be a custom. That's the way look I want it. Look at that. Wow, that is like a custom job right there. Is oh my this god! Just one of the most important pills. Did you know there's? It's how about many the cops? Is it the seventh one? That are just? Uh, no, it's not a thirty-fifth. Maybe I don't 40, know what it is. Forty thousand. This no. How I many? Don't know. There's like hundreds of cops that work undercover in that building, and there. When I was there, he said there were eight undercover cops on their floor. Uh, we didn't know it. I wow. mean, uh, Nick and I didn't know it. But we ended on up some doing some floors. A, there were only eight people. You know, exactly. like, did they try to hit it during 9/11? Or was one? Of, it wasn't. Uh, you know, that's why it's such yeah. a secure building, and they have they have banks of monitors and stuff. He told us how they they retrofitted it, and just an amazing guy. And what he's taught us, I mean, with it, I'm intrigued by that stuff. Yeah, I love you know, that stuff. Like you know, you and I are from New York. You ever think that the Brooklyn Bridge was built in 1885 oh or something? And they had no tree, no cranes, no No trucks, AI technology. No, no listen, they had horses and buggies, and they yeah. built that big across the East River. And they went, they went down like 100 feet. That's across the East River. You know the currents in the East River. He explained how they did that. Yeah, he did. Crazy. He there's only a 30-minute a low tide in the East River that you're able to swim there. After that... It's oh. like 25, well, they, 23 and a half hours that they you can't put, even... They put the tube down. They filled the tube up with yep. like sand or whatever. Then they dug the sand out. Then they put a ladder in. Oh, unbelievable. But then it started did. flooding and it killed a bunch of people. Oh, oh so many people died on it. Yeah. And you know, you know, Rikers Island's I right think there. That's I mean, I, I remember looking at the East River. I was on the trash detail. <laughs> and the rats. Remember the rats on Rikers Island? Remember rats packs. in New York? They had backpacks. Rats. I saw, I saw a rat attack a cat in New York. That's when you know it's a serious deal. <laughs> that's a bad ass. I mean, I that's saw. That's a bad ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My that's, dad, that's Mickey. My dad like was it. a super. Remember the super, like a super, like oh, building yeah, the super. building supers. And, and, you know, we grew up poor, so he would get an alley cat. In an apartment, oh, right? Yeah. You know, and he would throw the alley cat in there so he could get rid of all the mice oh, and all the rats. They, they do that all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the, uh, my brother 
And my grand, well, he's dead. My my uh, nephew, he was twenty four. He got in the game, yeah. shot in the head, and he he lived down in East New York. You know, East New York, Hall yeah. Street and Rockaway Parkway. You know the area, I'm sure. <laughs> And well, I used to go down. I used to collect money down there. Back was that Cortona Park? No, it was the other. No, one. no, no. That's Brownsville. 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 So you know, so I used to go down there, and of course, Guncha. Well, they had it so bad with the rats that the the gas men and the, and, and and Con Ed wouldn't go in the buildings because it was infested with mega rats. Yeah. So they tried to poison them. They couldn't kill them. So they ended up having to get. Watch that. I think. Yeah, you watch your foot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what they did was they had they uh, had to get guys with guns. No. Because the poisons were no good anymore. They became they immune to them. They, they evolved. Immune. So they had to get people with 22s to go down in the tenement building shooting the rats. They should do the Rat King theory. They should. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, That's a great a good, theory. I yeah. remember seeing that a couple of times yeah. now. You, That's you, a take wild a, you take two rats and you put them in a hole and whichever rat it survives, you take another rat and you put it in the hole. Yeah, and, and then you put four rats in the hole. And like whichever. fight club for rats? Yeah. Right. And, and then, then eventually the you put one 50 that, rats in a hole, and then the last one to survive, you let it loose on the village, and it and kills all the rats. It kills all the rats, Is yeah. Is that like... That's a legit thing. That's a legit thing. It's called the... Uh, I've heard of tunnel that, rats in Vietnam, but I never heard of rat king. Well, the tunnel rats that are people. <laughs> the, uh, but anyway, Gordon, uh, Gordon, thank you very much, Gordon, for that. That That is going to be here, and it's going to be displayed. You can't get nothing through, Larry. You knew there were people that were just like the small people that would go through the tunnels to open up. Fucking A, man. <laughs> but, you know, New York, and you know, we, we used to <clears throat> run around as kids in the subways and and under the L, you know. Where you, know you know, we've gotten soft because I think around not, like 10, 11, I was taking the subway with my sister by myself. When? I mean, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, you know, early 80s. It was like you went to school, you know, and you took the trains by yourself. You took the bus by yourself. These kids now, like. You know, they, they parents just got to wait at the corner. I mean, we were coming back at the nighttime because we were at the YMCA. How about the Yankee late? games at late oh. at night on 161st Street? What I lived at University Avenue, so I had to like go all the way up that hill. And I mean, I mean, yeah, you I remember would come back West from games. Farms yeah. and all that. And I would come back Point. from those games by myself. You know, like like 13, 14 years old, and, and you didn't have money for the train, so you just walked home. 13 years old, we, 13, I was working at 14 down at my uncle's printing shop on 26th or 15, it was 26th Avenue and, uh, 26th and 6th Avenue. Print shop. I was, yeah, he worked well, at a print of, shop. You are part of the book business early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He actually used to make books for NYU no way. and stuff, but, uh, and, 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 and the bookie business. And that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, he, uh, I, I used to take the trains at, Sir, I remember being in the trains during the 1977 blackout, and I was 16 years old, and it's, man, it's looting and crazy, because I'm, I, I used to work down, we used to cut school, they didn't give a shit. Cut school. What's I was school? on my first bus the other Cutting. day. Yeah, Nick. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> Your first bus? Nick was yeah. on his first bus. That was my first wow. bus. What, what was that? Where was uh, The bus to the car dealership thing. Oh, that was my first yeah, bus. yeah, we went to L.A. and he, he had to, you know, he had to take a shuttle bus to go get the rental car. His first bus. He's never been on a bus. That's huge. Not a school bus. Look at us. A, trains, yeah. buses. That's all we did, mass transit. The, 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 the ferry. 
Oh, very. Go to Staten Island, the Verrazano Bridge. Oh, yeah. The thing about Verrazano, you, you go, as a going in, they don't charge I've you. I've never no. been on a boat. What? $18, I think. $20, $20 now. $20. $20. One way they only charge. I used to live in Passaic, New Jersey, too. So that G, that George Washington was like five bucks. Now it's what? Oh, it's $20. $20. A it's ferry is a boat, right? It's one way. It's all one way, though. It's, a, it's all one way. Yeah. It's all yeah, one way. Yeah, they, they have a ferry that goes from Manhattan to Staten Island. And uh, it gets packed because people you can park your car there too. Oh yeah, you oh those are the those are the pictures you were showing me. Yeah, it was right. like empty. Yeah. It was white. Well, that the was the Coast Guard ferry. They had, Coast oh, Guard okay. used to have an island there. It was Governor's Island. It Governor's Island. Governor's. I was which, stationed which there. Which was the island they would throw parties and events at? Well, they had Ellis Island, Ellis. of course, and then you had uh, uh, Liberty Island. Liberty Island, and which is, is that with it, the girl? Dude, that's Ellis Island. Yeah, that's the Statue of Liberty. Yep. Because uh, I remember we hang out a lot in, in uh, Orchard Beach. Name? Oh my God, Orchard Beach! You tell them, you know what, you know what, uh, the Whitefish are Coney Island Whitefish, or oh, you know the condoms yeah. full of crap. I mean, yeah, I, I I saw Hector Macho Camacho with 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 uh, speedos uh, riding a bike. Uh, the, the Macho Man. Man, yeah. Macho Camacho, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Orchard Beach was a big deal when we were kids. We used to see we we lived in Locust Point, so we used to go around Silver Beach. Remember Silver Beach over to or- towards yeah. Orchard Beach? Um, and th- what's yeah. your opinion on 42nd Street? Um, it's it's Disney World now compared to where it was what, before. What, what was it before? Back, back, back then it was it was it Were was Sodoma and Go- uh, Sodoma and Go- it was like debauchery at, at its, I mean whatever you wanted you got there. Okay. I mean 40 He 40, didn't believe that. No. I had people call and he goes they told oh you could buy you could no, watch animals Sam, on stage no, no, no. do anything you want. It was Sam that didn't believe. If you if I you believe, see, I oh, believe back you. in the eighties it was I mean back forget the about 70s, the sixties and seventies. I just wanted there. to see if he was at the dog concert. No, know? I mean <laughs> I was I was at an event at a book signing uh, last year and I'm walking around Forty Second because it was the Peabody Hotel on Forty First and I'm like so Bro, beautiful. This is like. You can be here at nighttime. Because, I mean, 40, uh, there's Grand Central and Times Square. Yeah, of course. Times Square yeah. was crazy. Was it Times Square? Yeah, Times Square. Times Square was crazy. Well, they all were. I mean, 42nd yeah. Street is talking about Times yeah, Square. Yeah. That was so crazy. I was in the military. I went in the military. It's 1979. So they had a USO down there. So you used to go there as a military guy, and they'd give you donuts, and they had a locker for your stuff or whatever. And we'd go there, and then we'd go to all the peep shows. We'd go to the animals fucking, you know, all the sick shit. And I miss it. I miss it. I miss it. I miss it. I know I'm crazy. No, I mean, I'm not a fucking that The weird. best, the best, the best gyro hot dogs pizza you could get was there. You though. wouldn't remember this. This is a little bit because I was a kid. They had a, what they call an automat where they, you buy sandwiches out of a machine. And what? it was, yeah, yeah, it was sick. No, it was good, man. It was very, you know, it's called Horden Hardens and they had uh, all these But you stuff. won't eat at a Wawa's. No, uh, they we had blimpies. Remember blimpies? Of course, I remember here, blimpies. Here. Were great you sandwiches. Heard of blimpies? Sling it. No, blimpies was like blimpies, the original New go- Jersey mics. Did you know where I worked when I was a kid at sixteen? Uh, Bloomingdale's on Bloomingdale, Fifty Ninth and Third Avenue wow. in the construction. Of I used the to work at Alexander. Oh, Alexander! You know, my grandmother worked <laughs> in Macy's on Thirty Fourth Street. In 1920s, Alexander was like what Ross is today. <laughs> Are Macy's out of business? Did they all go? Out no, of no, Macy's yeah, is still, still around. around. Bloomingdale's oh, yeah, yeah. is still around. Bloomingdale's is high. I think they all went out of business in St. Louis. I think. Oh, maybe there. Yeah, I don't know. New York still got. I, you know, Fao Schwartz yeah. and no, stuff. Yeah, you know that. That was Coles. I'm thinking about Coles. Oh, Coles. I don't even know what that is. Uh, that is well, even. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good luck now. How yeah. about the, how about the chocolate stores? The Hershey factory. You know, they throw the smell in there. Remember how they do that? You went in there, Nick, right? Oh, Nick the loved it. He came to New York. You know, I used to love the bakery at night, like 
you know, two in the morning. How about you can Ferrara's get some hot bread down in Little Italy. You get like a hot bread for like a dollar. You can eat whatever. Some butter That's and coffee. You can eat whenever. Uh, that is what people. You know what I miss? Uh, you, uh, eat eat you can eat when you are in Melbourne, Florida, at ten o'clock at night. The only place you can eat is Denny's. Yeah. Or if, Waffle House. If they are behaving correctly. Yeah, if they're behaving you know? correct. Order some Uber Eats. You ain't going out. You know. I mean, it's, it's in everything New York, rolls up. 1 o'clock in the morning. You want to get up and go out? But go even out. that Uber Eats, if you order that Uber Eats here, it's shit. It's going to take forever. 3 in the morning. Sometimes I would just get French fries from the, from the Chinese food place for a dollar. And you just put in a bag and some ketchup with salt. Yeah. Shake it up. And, and you were living like a king, man. It, it was, was just amazing. I, I go out for drinks and dinner at 2 in the morning with friends in Manhattan when I stay there now. I always stay in Manhattan now. Uh, I love Manhattan. I also stay, did you say, I stay at a, a base, a military base called uh, Fort Hamilton. Fort Hamilton. You know, I'm a military, yeah, yeah. so I can go on that How base. How far is that from Manhattan? Uh, not far. You know, quick train what ride, was, of course. Uh, it's uh, in Brooklyn, and it's in, in Benson. Okay. What supervisor was it? Uh, Pathmark? Back in those days. Path, but we put a pass mark out of business stealing no. from him. We robbed so much food. No, and he's so, <laughs> that was not a surprise. No. 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 <laughs> I surprise. never did that. Yeah. Surprise. Path, he, uh, I was giving it to him. <laughs> <laughs> East Fremont like Avenue. surprise I've ever heard. You oh, had that man. Fordham Road. You had one on Fordham, Fordham Road. Fordham Road. We used to, matter of fact, uh, Michael Kay is the announcer for the Yankees. Yep. You know who he is. He's a, I grew up with him. No way. Literally grew up with him. I mean, he was, we were kids. He mentioned me on some shows and stuff. And um, I knew Michael's father. He, he mentioned a story on a radio show, a big radio show. He says someone was like calling him out that he was saying something about someone hanging out with criminals. So the, the, they did their research. So the announcer said, to, or whatever, the host said to Michael, Michael, so you, do you know criminals? No, nah, he goes, you know Larry Lawton? No. And he goes, uh, uh, yeah, but he changed his life. <laughs> because I used to get his father cigarettes. I was 13, 14. You know, we could go to the store and get anything you want back then. You remember that, uh, too. They, yeah, my, I mean, parents would say you buy anything. They, they, they would the bodego. You go yeah. to a bodego, bodega, you can yeah, get yeah. anything you want. They, uh, you think they card you? No. They could care less. They even have you an account for your family. So you walk in and they say, okay, put it on the account. Yeah, yeah, my you know dad, I mean? yeah, had an account, yeah. It was, and uh, it, it brings you back. I think I think that what was great about New York, and, you know, I'm pretty sure the other 59, uh, 49 states don't care, but it was a melting pot. It Absolutely. Was, you didn't understand what racism was. I, you, I, I tell that to everybody. There was no black or white. It was, it was hard or soft. You know, kill or be killed. If you lived in my neighborhood, you were good. You were good. Like, it, it just, it, 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 it was weird. Like, it would be like a black, white, Puerto Rican if someone's messing with you from, from the other neighborhood. Oh, you yeah, were all jumping yeah, on everybody, that. Yeah, everybody's getting jumped. I yeah. tell people, you could have been a Martian. If you lived in my neighborhood, you were good. It, if yeah. you didn't live in my neighborhood, we'd throw you in East they River. They knew it. You knew it. I would come in. Listen, I would come in from Wall Street with a suit and a and, and You a worked on Wall Street? Yeah. Oh, my early. God. That was early. I used to... I used to, I used to uh, uh, do all the, the couriers, like, you know, they would sign papers and, and I would take them to another contract. And then one guy was like, man, you got to be good in sales, man. And then just thought, you know, I started My doing partner it. in the gangster business, yeah. he used to sell all the coke to the guys oh, on Wall Street. And he was selling it for big money because they didn't care. They didn't of course, care. there was so At much money time, back then. Money, that, was, flowing. money flowing. was flowing. Money was flowing. But, you know, it's funny because what you said, it's really weird you come to other places around the, around the country. We did not know races. My parents, I often say, they asked them, what the best thing they did for you? You know my mom. Yeah, yeah. My mom. Oh, yeah they, they did. My mom does not know racism. Nick will tell you that. Yeah. Am I correct, Nick? She has no idea what racism is, really. 
I don't think my mom. No. You know, she she could say the N word. She could do it. She never does. Yeah. But she could say it and it meant it would mean absolutely. She wouldn't know what it is. You know, I mean, she has zero. My mother, and I mean this. You definitely mom, could tell her to read it and she'd just read it. And yeah. To read you know, it. That's yeah. what that says. She'd my like, mother, know, and this like, is not a joke. My mother and father gave me the greatest gift of non-prejudice. Meaning they, my mother was a nurse. You know, she worked in mm. Westchester Square Hospital. Wow. And then I was brought, born in Bronx, Lebanon. Oh my God. <laughs> you got memories with me. And it's, you know, my mother, it was just, she'd take care of bikers and gay guys and, and, and blacks and whites and, and gay bikers. No, it and, did not matter. She didn't, to this day, my mother is the most loving. I mean, just meeting her, she's got so much love and kindness. 90 years old. She's still sharp. She's still well, shy. I don't know about that, but yeah, <laughs> at that age, yeah, but. Yeah, she's she's. Hey, listen, she she throws statistics out the window. She smokes a pack of cigarettes a day for seventy years. Doesn't eat right. Never exercises, and she takes no medicine. It's it's no it's medicine. Like, this kid takes medicine at twenty six. <laughs> I take medicine, you know. It's crazy, and, and, and she takes zero medicine. <laughs> it just blows you away. Okay, Pete, I want to get back into what your business is. Let's okay, go. okay. How would a person, let's say, okay, I'm an author, yeah, I, and yeah, I know the business yeah. somewhat. Uh, how does a person like, okay, he wants to write a book about whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a keepsake book. Maybe it's a book that he thinks yeah. he's got a great story. Maybe it's a cookbook. What is do they, do they need a guy like you to guide them through things? You know, there's two ways to go about it, right? You could go the cheap route, the easy route, just publish yourself, but cheap is expensive, right? We're more like a hybrid publisher where we can kind of make it high level, traditional. You know, a book will add 25% to the bottom line of your business. Like, you can be dumber than the guy that doesn't have a book, but because you write a book, you become an expert. Benjamin Franklin said, if you want to become an expert, write a book, right? So that book gives you a level of expertise that most people don't have. And the most important part in the book, Larry, is editing. Like, Stephen King will tell totally. you he will edit his book seven to eight times because editing is the most important. And that's before it goes to another editor. Oh, oh, before it goes to a proofreader. I mean, so... I'm like that too. So a lot of people just, they'll get their, you know, sister or their cousin that's a teacher that can proofread, but that's not real editing. You have to go through, like... Ghostwriting, developmental editing, line editing, subtive editing, you know, basic. There's so many levels of editing because awkward word sentences. So for me, the first part is to hire a professional editor. Don't skim on that because that's you only have one chance at a, what, a, a, at a second impression. Right. Well, I don't know what's that. A good. Breakfast. You know, so, you know, that but they also have to know you like yeah. the, an editor. I remember when I did my book with Peter going eight times. Mm -hmm. The guy got 50 books, oh, yeah, eight New York Times bestsellers. But anyway, he said, Larry, he goes, the most important part of a book, like you just said, obviously, after you write it and you do it, my story is so deep. He says, your editor, you, the editor we're going to get, and he, he you know, helped with all yeah. that. He says, it has to be one that has to do research on you. Yeah. Because he has to know how you talk. Your voice. How you, how you, you know, you can't make me sound like a professor. Mm. I mean, it's not Larry, you know? You can't make Nick sound like a New York. He's from St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. You gotta bring whatever turn, the, you the, know? the tonality and the voice. So when, when I wrote my book, right, I, I wrote most of it, but then I turned it over to a developmental editor, Vanessa. She was awesome, and she kind of, you know, it was a mess. When she saw the book, she's like, this thing is a mess. So she made sure that she corrected it, but I didn't lose my tonality. Chronological. I have wig, yeah. I'm funny in certain things. I'm, I'm, I'm straight. So when I read, when you read my book, I published like 10 years ago, Excuses, Excuses. Same with me. 
it's me. They'll know it's me. So a lot of people, this is a problem we're having right now, and Amazon just came against that. People going like these AI route, these all you know artificial intelligence like ChatGPT or Bard to write their books, and those those things are plagiarized. So that means you're actually taken from a source that's already published. There's a. a, a but I I heard an author say this yeah. though about that. Even if you use it, you still got to take it. You got to edit it. You got to write it in your own words. You got it. Might guide you, but it doesn't As write. Data. You know it. Yeah. It might give you the statistics. Let's say, mm -hmm. but you have to write it. Like I, I, I always was a writer. Mm -hmm. oh, that's why I did the law so well. I, I did. You know, I got a law degree, as you know, and. I was a very good writer, a brief writer, and and twenty two fifty fives in in the in the system in the law, and I won many cases. And writing in the law is so important because you have to literally bring a story to see. And but people don't know about the law is as an inmate, mm -hmm. I had a lot more leeway than a lawyer. They call it legalese. I didn't have to use legal ease. And that came from a federal judge who gave us a class. He says, guys, you guys are smarter than most lawyers we know. And you don't have to go by the rules, wow. meaning uh, it's important that you give it, say the words like, you know, this is bullshit. Every, yeah. Anybody can see that this, this guy was lying. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lawyer can't say it like that because mm -hmm. he, he's held to a different standard with uh, legalese. He has to say it in legal terms. He wasn't straightforward with his truth or something. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, can you show? Oh, yeah. And so that's the difference with uh, writing. And I always like to write. You know, and I could get into it. I was a reader, too. Mm, you know, I'm a big, yeah. big reader. I used to be. It's a shame I don't get the time there. You know what I read now? The internet. I yell at Nick because he goes too fast on the TV, and I want to read all the, the thumbnails. You know, he goes today, he goes... You, you go, well, he doesn't just yell. He actually gets upset. <laughs> I, I'm a reader, man. Yeah, you know? like, well, that's not how you pick YouTube videos. You pick the thumbnail, and you thumbnail click it. This. So, I mean, editing is uh, important. That's, that's our age difference. And a lot of people, even if you don't write you can partner up with a great editor. And that's what I did. And a lot of people, I don't have time to write. Well, get a good editor to narrate your story and write it out. And then send it over to like a basic proofreader to do comma, punctuation, capitalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most people try to do that before the, the story's written. You know, it's you know? funny because uh, what I, it took me two years to write my book, uh, Pete. Uh, I actually sat every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, for two hours in the morning. Every Saturday and Sunday. I don't think I missed but one or two. And Peter Goldenbach and I would sit on the phone and we would talk and he would take record it all and we'd go back and forth. And he got out of me about being abused as a kid and, mm. you know, things I didn't want to get out of me, but you have to get yeah. out of you. You're going to yeah. write a real book like yeah. I had. And then my book has been vetted so many times. Wow. Someone said, ABC says, well, you know, we know your book. I mean, they've been vetted. I've been vetted by news organizations, the government, everybody the else. The truth is undefeated. You just, you spoke the truth and they and can't, you, And you know? you know what's so crazy? It's just, people go, well, you go on TV, do you get nervous? No, I don't, I don't prep. Nick will tell you. Mm. I don't prep one second for a TV show that I go on. Just Not one second, right, Nick? Is that true? I mean, literally... Okay, I'm going on. Okay. I get people, you know, I do a lot of podcasts. Yep, I just yep. did another podcast. I showed you. That they, was a good one. That was man. fun with Kirill. Uh, and so I do, people go, do you do you prep? Prep? I don't give it. You want to call me? Let's have an interview. Yeah, yeah. I know what we I know. prep for this. You, yeah, you said, let's, let's go. Well, you I know? knew you wouldn't need it. Yeah, Number one, yeah. you're a New Yorker. No. We click. That's important. Uh, obviously, you know your topic. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to ask you questions 
uh, that are not your topic that that wouldn't it, be it, right it, to that's you. True, true wisdom is knowing your limitations. I mean, they're the stupid people are the ones that talk about stuff they don't know. Yep. I tried. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've done said some stupid things, but I try my best to talk about what I know. And when you do that. You sound a lot smarter than, oh, than that. Oh, I you love know? talking about shit. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> you know he keeps me young. Yeah. I give him that. I it is Larry. Fun. Oh, hold on. So I, you're a best-selling author. I saw the numbers. What is this? Pr- like, okay, so you know, publishing the the two most important things. I mean, let me do this. You know, it's yeah, I want to get back to that. It, yeah, uh, and we'll because I, I I keep looking at this book and I'm I'm being drawn to it. So I want to talk about that. But editing's the first thing, and then the book covers the second part. You know, books that sell have great editing and great covers. So books that don't like sell, it's same as cover, YouTube. You know, you know, and then you find the right publisher. Like we're we're not the lowest, but we, we, we work with our authors. We try to give them most of their rights. We have contracts with other studios and depends if the story's right, we can, we can pitch it. One of the biggest uh, money makers with traditional publishers is foreign rights. So maybe they don't, they don't have your rights in the U S but they can take your rights and sell it to Russia, to Japan. And that's where they're making a lot of money. So we have that where we can shop your, your books all over the world get your traditional distribution, get your books into bookstores. So it's really not a self-publishing model, but you still own the assets. And this is the most important part. You know, if you're going to pitch most of the, you know, what I'm, James Cruz, he's been a great mentor to me. He's, you know, ex-manager of Puff Daddy. He's like, you know, the book is the, the book is the tip of the scale. You get the book out first. And now because you own all the assets in the book, then you can, you can pitch that to a Hollywood studio. You can pitch that to, you know, a show. You can pitch that to Netflix because you have the book. The most important asset we have in this world is, is book publishing. That is the most important rights. I mean, that is... You know, I didn't, I, I didn't think of it like that, but it's It is a trillion-dollar business. Publishing is a trillion... I mean, people say $2.6 but if you add, you know, Google is a publishing business, Facebook is a publishing business, because they all have all your, you know, all your intellectual properties. Um, you know, Marvel Universe, there are, you know, all of those based out of books, comics. So the book is the most important part. If you want to own, you know, um, your story and you want to shop it, to other other movies and other you gotta you gotta write a book. I'm also I don't know if you yeah you know about it. I'm in the Library of Congress. Wow. Yep. You know, yep. I mean that is actually I'm registered in the Library of Congress. Your book, there's book. two two of your books are there. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the Library of Congress. And, and, I don't know if that's where and, you found it, but and, no, it's, yeah, and it's and it's, a, it's a, the Library of Congress number was in in in, in the book the li- the copyright because people think copyright is is all right. It's, it doesn't matter. No one's gonna steal your stuff like they used to, right? They, they well, first of all, it's hard to because no big reputable company will use that book without knowing you exactly. have full rights. And then so copyrights is not publishing rights. Publishing rights is owning all your masters. People think because I copyright the book I own the publishing no you copyright the book it's a U.S. thing that they put on it Library of Congress is very important because now you can get your book into universities and libraries and then it's housed and indexed in the Library of Congress mine is you know let's say Armageddon comes and you know it's it's the you know the end of days we'll, we'll find your books there but publishing rights is your masters like you own your rights because I know people that will call me like man they just did a movie about me and have no control like you know white boy Rick Good friend of mine, uh, white boy Rick. You know uh, the the Matthew McConaughey did his. his oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I mean yeah. he's like the uh, thirty two years as a as a nonviolent offender, and he, he because he told the story. They they published this book without 
giving him uh, 100% of what he owns. So hopefully now he's going to tell his own story, his own way, and, you know, work. Be, I got to get him on the show with you and talk about, I you know, prison you reform and all that. But that's my, that's my forte. I mean, that, that is where he's at. So I think, you know, guys like you, you guys can sound the alarm, you know, because there's a lot of... I've been of, trying, and, yeah. you know, here's the problem. I think a lot of people know about it, and here's the sad part. I don't think they want to fix it, and that's just sad. I mean, I'm not going to quit. But I think the powers that be are just making so much money off the system and stuff that they they don't give a shit. It's sad. They don't I mean, give a lot about human does, beings. Does the writer strike pertain to anyone, like authors or anything? Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah, think I, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's more for movies, but it's, it's okay. not for authors. But there, there's authors involved in that strike. I mean, these guys are getting... $113, you know, one of the guys wrote for, you know, Yellowstone and, and oh, the, wow. like Great the head writers. But you don't, the thing is this, you give up your rights. And that's the thing, like, you got to own, you, I, I worked for a major publisher, I did very well, but I understood the only way I'm going to own my brand is to own my own company. You will never fully own your brand until you own your own company. Well, oh, I, I know that you know, myself. You like know? Larry Lawton is, is, is his own entity. And if, this, if a publishing company had this, they would, they would, do whatever you want without your permission. Right. But now they have to ask you. So I think a lot Oh no, of, they gotta pay me. They gotta pay you. Oh yeah, they gotta ask and then pay you. So I I I I I I saw some of the statistics. You're getting paid, you know? So I think that's important because even you know, think about this. People don't even like all on on XRP and 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 you know crypto and gold daddy, I purchased all my names. Peter Lopez, oh, Peter yeah, Lopez yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to own everything. If not, they'll take they'll take that. So if you don't own your publishing rights, uh, even if so, are you suggesting to people like let's say Nick? Yeah. Are you suggesting to a guy like Nick to automatically either just own your rights somehow? Uh, uh, should he go on Google? Should he get his name rights? Should he? Maybe even start a book and not, you know, not yeah. have it. What do you suggest? You know, you, you want to do it the right way, right? Like if, well, if give my audience so my, the, the right way. The best way to do it is this. Connect with a reputable publishing firm because, and make sure you write. But you have to have an idea. You have to have an idea. You have to own, get your copyrights. You could get that uh, 50 to $100, right? You want to, if you want doing an LLC to your own publishing company. And then we will work as an admin publisher and, and blow you up, but you own all your rights, right? So, you know, you, you, you create your own business entity and you can even write that stuff off. You want to make sure your, your, your collateral is right. Your framing is right. Your, 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 you know, we call it the galley, the, the, the cover, the interior, but you want to own that. If you don't own that, then you're in trouble. What happens is we, we do come in sometimes and say, Hey, Larry, we will finance your book, right? And not like the major publishers, they only give you 15%. You got a good deal. They usually do 9% to the major. Uh, you mean to the, to the author? Yeah, yeah. Well, I it know. used to be back in the day, 15%, and they'd wash that away. You oh, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's, I mean, expenses, bullshit. You're only getting, think about this. A book on Amazon sells for $20. Jeff Bezos is either the Antichrist or the greatest genius because he charges a 55% retail fee. He's a great what we, told, yeah. we just did a show on 55. him. Monday, we had a whole show on him. That means on a $10 book, all the book distributors are going to get, I mean, a $20 book, all the book distributors are going to get $10.50. That means you stay with $9, $9.50. After that $9, you got to print the book for $5, and then there's a $4 uh, uh, royalty. That $4 royalty, then the publisher comes in and takes 90%, and you're left with 28 cents. 
People think they're getting... I know. They think they're getting the 15 or 9% out of the 10 million they sold. No, that is that is cost. That That's gone. It's funny because when, when I got my book and my buddy, I told you, Buzzy Martin told me what he did. I did the numbers and I said, okay, wait a minute. I could turn this down. If I sell it, which I do, $20, it's got to go up now. That was yeah. 12 years ago. So $20. It's $7.50 shipping and handling, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so that's $27, $28. Then I, it cost me $4.50, $4.55 to yeah. print a book. Uh, yeah, buy a good amount of copies, you know? Oh, yeah, I yeah. buy a lot, yeah. you know I mean? I, I buy a minimum of $500 yeah. to 1000 you know, and then, so now I ship. I have ship station. I have everything I do, and it, it's, it's kind of fun. I'll tell you why. I sign the books, people call. Here's why I did it. You're going to love this, Pete. I am sitting, I published my book in 2012. Wow, you're way ahead of your time. Listen to this, 2012. Matter of fact, the only other publisher, you know, I am in the in the actual, the only ex-con in the United States who's recognized under Florida United States Congress in yeah, the I congressional record. I'm in the congressional record. But anyway, so what happened was, in 2012, I published the book, Okay. It did its sale. I didn't worry about it. You know, it did its it, its yeah. numbers, all that. And I, I kind of forgot about it, if you know what I mean. It kind of went by the wayside. Well, I started YouTube. It going crazy. People look and they said, listen, do you have a book or anything? I do. And they go, I can't find your book. It's only $200 on, Amazon, uh, on uh, eBay. And right now, if you Google, Nick, can you do that? Or is it open? Google my book and see how much you see it online for right now. Yeah, you have like these print runs that are well, not even out anymore. No, no. I mean, there's literally people selling my book right now. 89, 125, 200, overseas, $300 for my book. And I, people calling me. I said, wait a minute. I said, let me stop this shit. I end up saying, call, you know, I own it. Yeah. I called the printers. I called everything. I said, I want to run. I buy 3,000 copies. I sold them in a month. No way. One month. $68,000 in books I sold. I go, whoa, whoa. This is my first time. And now with YouTube, with the platform and everything else. Now, this is also during the pandemic, so I have yeah. a captive audience and everything else. So I do this, Pete, and I go, people couldn't believe it. I go, they go, where can we find your book? I said, my website, 1995. Period. 750 shipping and handle. And if you email me, I'll sign it for you. Listen to me. You know why? This is this is a lot of game with you teaching right now. Amazon, if you buy the book from Amazon, Amazon owns the data. They have your email, they have your information. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And yeah, they yeah, grid yeah. that. If I buy it from you, you own the data. Now you have an email list. You can say, hey, try my cigar. Hey, yep. try my masterclass. Hey, so as a as a as an author, you want to kind of own your first world. People want to be on what, you know, Barnes and Noble and Amazon. You got to help me with that. that like, let me I, I, own I, those I, assets. No, you got to help me with yeah. this. We got to do something because yeah. I do own it and I just don't know what to do with it yeah. too much. Yeah. You know, I mean, I do, but, I, you know, you can only be dragged so many ways. Have you done an audiobook? You don't know. People have asked me that, and I don't know. First of all, if I did it, you're not know hard. That's a pain. Nah, in the we can. Ass, we, you can man. hire like you go. It's 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 called the 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 the, the twenty eighty rule. Like uh, Ray but, Dalio did that. He had a three hundred page book. He would start reading the first few chapters, and then they'll bring another reader in. And, and trust me, it's 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 great. 
Um, and then, you know, uh, David Goggins did that. He read, it's I mean, worth. read some of it. And it's then the worth. guy. Do you think it's guy, worth it for oh, me I, to I do that? I've been telling you. It's, it's yeah. Worth it. Yeah. We got, you, hey, we, we should put a vote. I would, I would do your audiobook. I would I definitely think, do it. I, well, we're going to talk. Yeah. We, we will talk about I it. I think even if you just spent two weeks on it, doing it yourself, three weeks, four weeks, it's worth it, dude. Everyone's hey. asking for the audiobook. They hey, want to you know what, Larry? You could conduct, like, every chapter, you can talk about it. And it'll be an exclusive audio because well, you say you do you know what I did. Right? You say just add, uh, have Alexa read it to you, and someone goes, "Fuck Alexa, I don't want her to read that it to me." Said. Yeah, let me tell you what happened, Pete. Uh, what happened was how I really started YouTube, and I, you know I didn't even know what YouTube was until new, 2019. Man. I mean, I knew it was, but I thought you fix glasses and <laughs> you know you fix your car. I didn't know how big YouTube was. I had no idea. So in 2019. I find out how big YouTube is. I start YouTube, and this is where I'm at in three and a half years right now. But anyway, I decided when I did YouTube, I said, what am I going to do? How am I going to do something different? I took my book. Oh, wow. You got four and a half stars. Yeah, I do. My book is called. Let me me write down four and a half stars. (laughs) (laughs) So what I did, Pete, was I took the book, and I narrated everything. Every single chapter in the book, and it's in a playlist on YouTube for free. Oh. Did you know that was the number one playlist on YouTube? That's what really kicked. We got to do it. We we have to. And then you can sell like USBs directly. We we won't go through Audible first. You have to go through you, and you can send a USB or or Google. Can we Drive get some download. investors to do this too? Yeah, man, somebody should invest. That 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 that's gonna sell. Like hotcakes, your audiobook, because some people don't even got time to read the book, and they put it in there. Yeah, it's like a podcast. Like, it's I, like that, a podcast. Yeah, like I, I put an audiobook when I go to the gym. I don't, I, I read, but I don't have that much time anymore. So right. when I'm at me the gym, either. you're right. I'm I don't have books. time. So I mean, hearing books. So I think an audiobook. I think someone would definitely invest in it because it's gonna do well. And if you own that, let's say the first run, the first, you know. 10,000 to 100,000 downloads. And I, mean, I, have a, I have an agreement with Spotify. We can blow that up. We can get it everywhere. Get you, you know, bestseller list. But you have it. You have the own, your own assets. And you can maybe do an exclusive contract with Spotify. Not even release it with, with Audible or Apple. Right. Um, because Spotify wow. opened up their own audiobook you, company. You deal with that stuff. Yes. Yes. Well, we're going yeah. we, to be working a lot yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Pre-owned on eBay. What is mine? Three hundred and sixty-four dollars. My book. Oh my God. There's one right here for three hundred uh, and three dollars. Did you sign it or did you? There's one right here for. I'm telling you, my book is so wanted. Two hundred dollars. Only me sells it. They're now. all pre-owned. They're all they. I all, own it. People you, bought my book back in the day, Pete, when it first run. And I, here's what I did when I got came back. Listen, you're gonna like this. To 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 jumpstart my book, I had no money. So what am I gonna do? I pre-ordered the books, and I signed and numbered 3,000 copies, and that was it. It was a limited wow, edition run. that's it. And I signed every one, and they're numbered from 1 to 3,000. Did you know to this day, I have, and you're going to end up selling. I know. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I have transcripts of the actual book that are going to be worth money, and I also have, I think, five or seven of the top 10 numbers, like 1 and 3 and I kept those, Man. you know, so I have those. Man. We could auction and them off or something. Absolutely. We'll do something at a, at a book signing yeah. or a big deal. We do yeah. something when a movie comes yeah. out. That's Vo- what I'm thinking. Voice is very important, Larry. I think because your audience is a voice audience. You know, video and, and podcast, there's voice. Because, you know, so right now, the, the public needs to get an audiobook. 
an audiobook from you. Right. It's like it, it's, it's always that, a third that's party. Why, that's why I, I, God, I knew Nick was you knew it was have to do it. Like the book, the book for you would be so important. And we'll work that out. And then you release it exclusively through your your people first. So you know it could be like. You can read some of it. You can interview some of it. I mean, it it, it would be crazy. You come on, oh, we do something with that. You could like even have the gunshots and and the BB guns and and the cooking and all. You know the, the BB gun, the, 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 the jury heist. The BB gun. We call it BB guns. <laughs> you know what that is? <laughs> Typical New Yorker knows right away. He don't bullshit. Nick gets mad. He goes. He goes. I told you this, but it always takes the third party. For you to change your mind. Oh, I, I said, but you know what it is, Pete? You know, and, and you're like me. I am the person that will, if you convince me, yeah. I will change my mind. So I'm hearing enough. Nick never never pushed me on this. Never said this to me. Well, no, I talked <laughs> to When did you say this to me? Are you being serious? I'm totally I'm being talk, serious. Like, let me, I'm gonna put Do you know this how many mind. times we've had the conversation that, like, that's too much work for me? And I've been like, Stop no, it, Nick. Larry. I never do that. What is that? I've Are you being was, serious? I never said it's too much work. You t- you said word Did for word, it point? is not yeah. worth it. And I, and if you're being serious, I'm done with the conversation. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, you hear this? The are you really being serious? Or are you well, Nick, with I me? never remember you saying anything like, "Oh, that's it, awesome." I do. This, re- is, this is gold. This is gold. You know, uh, because think about this. You, me, you, and Dan literally just had the conversation two days ago. Hey, hey the best way to start. I do have. Early set Alzheimer's. Okay. It, 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 the best way to as establish as your brand, there. guys, is books, video, and voice. And you already have that. So we take we take that book, turn it into a, to, to, to an audio book. Then that audio book, of course, becomes a podcast. And, you know, record yourself reading. And, and uh, I mean, it, it'll be, I'm pretty sure you do some funny skits reading. You know, like that. I, you know, I, I, listen, I get it. I, get, I do get it. He likes People to do don't the realize how hard it is to read a book out loud. I'm a reader. A massive reader. I, used to read a book a day in the joint. Yeah. I'm telling you, I was a crazy reader. At, when I was in the hole or something, I was in the hole for three years. The shoe? <laughs> three years. Wow. So, And I would read, 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 read. How and did I you used lose to get mind, so, I did lose my mind. <laughs> I used to get so mad. At, I'd curse the whole tear out when these dudes would rip the back pages out of a book to roll them from oh, cigarettes. Because they read the ending of the book. Oh, the literal end. You might yeah. scream like a... They did it on purpose. Too. Oh, read, take yeah. the middle page. Yeah. I don't give a yeah. shit. <laughs> they were doing that shit. Let me oh, cipher the story. I used to awesome. get so I would mad. Be doing that. that would be me. Oh, I would kill you <laughs> in the yard. Doing <laughs> I, tell you. I would go to the cage and I'd kill them. <laughs> They're laughing, doing Chop it too. Like, I, would ch- I would stab that son of a bitch so quick. <laughs> they, 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 they were tracking the book too. They were like, I wonder who's going to oh, get this. Oh, Lawton's got it. Wait on the explosion. Yeah, yeah, they're watching you for the next like couple days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, and I here it comes. Because you know what I used to do? I loved reading, and I still do so much. When I, I, I'd get a good book, and I read all Tom Clancy, Clive mm-hmm. Custer's, all of them. And what I would do is I would slow down reading because I didn't want it to end. Wow. You know, I yeah. love reading so much. You don't want it to end. It's so exciting. I would read three pages, put it down. Uh, I got to read and read another five pages. And, and I, I would get so excited for the book. You know, I mean, people don't realize you how know, books... Ba- back then, when, when I would study in school, you had to have six, seven, eight books. Now, data is so readily available, but you had to have, like, the dictionary and the lexicon. You see, but, yeah, oh, yeah, and, encyclopedias. Brickanica, break that up. My dad's brother would sell those. And it was just, 
You have to have so many books. Well, they're still and, doing that. And you would gather information. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They you, sell Britannica encyclopedias? You have to pay $300 per book, and that's why they're doing it. They are, you still have that many books to have. You in know? school? Like, yeah, in college. Why? You got your phone. It's because they're selling you the books. You have to oh, buy the books. And you have, and you have, and See, you have to you buy the books. You have to buy the books. I got just my college to get into degree. Class. I got a law degree. Yeah, you know, you know what? But I cut school the whole way, Nick. You know what's a crazy <laughs> data, Nick? Right now, <laughs> Nick goes, ah, so fuck it. They don't listen to me. Yeah, anyway. fuck it. I don't Who cares? Just trying to explain to you why you got to have the books. You know, like. Did you ever get picked up by the paddy wagon, cutting school? Oh, no, no. They could never catch us. Are you kidding me? My mother thought I'd get straight A's because I'd take the report card out of the mail. <laughs> and uh, I really never went. I remember one year I had like 100 days of absence, you know, unexplained absence. And they sent, they used to send in the mail. That's all they could do, you know. What it, it's not like they could, you know, what are you going to do? How are they going to get you? Now, now they'll arrest you. But back then. <laughs> Listen, we, the we used to go to the diner in Westchester Scare and gamble. We used to cut school in West Lehman. Wait, well, did they have a White Castles that way? They had a White Castles in no over the bridge in Throgs Neck Bridge. They had a White Castle in uh, the best shape Castle shape. Hill. Castle Hill. Castle Hill. They right on the Bruckner Boulevard. Bruckner Boulevard. They don't know. Man, do you remember that. Busco Heroes? Yes. Busco Heroes. They was the best hero joint in, in Brooklyn. Yes. I went to. I played baseball in Throgs Neck Little League too. My brother was a great ball player, a real great ball I played player. Ba I played Little League across Cardinal Hayes High School. Cardinal Hayes? Yeah, yeah Cardinal Hayes. Ah, look at that. What park was that? Crotone? I don't remember that park across. It was you remember Rice Stadium down Rice in German? Uh, was, was it Rice Stadium? Rice High School? No, Rice Stadium. It was in... Uh, I can't hear you. Uh, oh, you can't hear me? Is it broke? No, no, you were going no. sideways. The oh, mic. is that what it is? My, yeah. I'm all over the place. <laughs> That's Nick. That's Nick. He fixes <laughs> the mic, so yeah. <laughs> He's gonna get mad at me. Hey, right you want the sound is key. So yeah, <laughs> Rice Rice Stadium. I don't where, where, where's that at? Rice Stadium was that in Pelham Bay Park. Pelham Bay, okay. Pelham Bay. You remember Pelham where the Pelham horse, Bay, the Bay. cops had the horses there. Bay. You remember that too? Pelham Park. I remember Pelham Bay. I did a. I did. I was in high school and I was in the cross country team. And a uh, running. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. I, what I, is your heritage? Uh, Puerto Rican, uh, from the South Bronx, New Yorkian. We're not Puerto Ricans. Yeah, New you're Rican. New Rican. And, and uh, part Italian. So I grew up... So you I, speak Spanglish. Spanglish. Oh, it's, it's, it is... <laughs> tu habla español, sí. Si. Hablo muy bien español. Yeah, si. Pero no, no Yo ascendiendo, aprendo. Bueno, 11 años prisión, todo el día. 11 años <laughs> You've got prisión. the same four sentences. No, no. Oh, it's, no. Habla bien. Oh, yeah. You, you, yo bien. necesito a baño, vamos. Sierra La Ventana. I mean, I know all Yo, the. He's throwing, he's throwing him, Nick. Don't, don't hate. No, no. I, I can. I got enough Spanish. You can defend yourself. Yeah, I can defend. Yeah, listen. I. I mean, you had all the Puerto Ricans, all know, the New York Ricans there, and I mean, and, and, and Puerto uh, Ricans that speak half English and Spanish, so it was like good. I yeah, like that. You catch them. That's Spanglish. That's what it is. It's Spanglish. Yeah. You catch them. Uh, you got to catch them halfway. And you're like, oh, then you can cipher the whole. Well, the my whole nephew thing. is Puerto Rican. That's okay. why my brother's son, who got killed too. I have two nephews who died at 24. That's crazy. Both killed. And uh, he was Puerto Rican. He lived it, down at Hull Street. That's what I was telling you. You know, don't understand, Nick. I lived in the projects, right? That's Brook Avenue, St. Anne's. We're talking about 18 stories. I mean. Remember when we used to throw oh, TV sets man, off the cop cars? It was crazy. Off the buildings? My grandma would heat up hot water to be feisty. She was like, throw it over, over, over. Grandmother. Yeah. Did yeah. New York yeah. ship you guys all here like they did, you know? 
Like, like they're this doing the to the Santa's. homeless. He's taking yeah. the homeless. He's taking them to the, the, like the Kenny Bunk they Boy. Bus, Go they to bus. Kissimmee. Yeah, and they that's like the South Bronx, man. Oh, crazy. Kissimmee? Oh, yeah. Kissimmee's like little New York right now. It's crazy. Really? It's they Tampa. bust you guys here. Yeah, I'm they, so happy when I meet New Yorkers that are here because they just understand. And the thing is a real New Yorker. You know, yeah. you, oh. you, you, better, you better know the boroughs. You better know the schools. Boroughs. I mean, there's some stuff I haven't... I've been out in New York for 20 years. So I, there's, I still, Me too. Prison it's, and everything. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, Rikers Island, Sing Sing. I was, at, I, was, Sing Sing. I was in Rikers Island in 1978. I don't know. You were a young kid. And I was there in C-74. Wow. C-76. That was a juvenile unit. You know, you know. I cut a guy so bad because they told me, you know, they make razor combs. You know, remember the razor combs? I do, Yes. Oh, we made him here. Yeah. We made him at a show. He's like, hold this box. I was like, I don't want to hold this box. I stabbed the box. He's there. He goes, Larry's crazy. Have you, you, go, have you, hold on. Have you been back to Rikers Island? No. So Pistol Pete <coughs> he, you know, from Terror Squad, he is James Connected, James Cruz Connect. He is doing a book, but he just got, went, uh, and uh, Fat Joe just talked about it. He just went back. To, he's been going back to Rikers Island. They call him the king of Staten Island. He was there for 20 years. Pistol Pete was, was you know, I ask, know, I know you. I know him. him. Ask Pistol Pete about Penny Feathers. Okay, I Penny think, Feathers was my cousin's. Place. I think you and Pistol Pete. It was on Pete New Dorp. Go to Rikers Island together. It was on New Dorp. Just ask about that. Would be how crazy. old is Pistol, Pistol Pete? Pistol Pete. I'm gonna how be... old is he? He's about he's about fifty six. I don't know. He's about fifty. He's younger, yeah. a little younger. Yeah, than yeah, me. a little younger. Because yeah, in Staten Island, they <laughs> Staten Island is New Dorp. We also had the garbage business then. Our, our cruise, <laughs> but the uh, everybody uh, had the garbage. Yeah, well, in their area. <laughs> Only in their area. I can funny stories. Is that why the goons and Spider-Man the Spider roll up in garbage trucks and they yeah. come and beat Sanitar your ass? I, uh, I got to tell you, Nick, They hop out in track suits, oh. but they're riding garbage trucks. I got to tell you, Nick, about a story. We used to take my cousin, Jimmy. He was 400 pounds, and we'd put him in a suit. Every Jimmy's pretty big. I, oh, I never met a Slim We'd put him in a suit Slim with another guy, two mobsters. And they would go up to the, you know, the carting business. Yeah, it was yeah. like $45 a week you'd charge for the, to, to pick up the dumpsters of businesses. So he, they'd walk in, not in mobsters, that big fat Jimmy. And the other guy was a little thinner, a little smarter. Jimmy wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. So they would sit there, he'd stand there, and the guy would go, hey, listen, we're just checking on your garbage. We're making sure everything's good. And he knows these guys are with us. He goes, you, you're getting charged $50 a month. And the guy would go, what? Or sixty, he'd say like ten dollars over. He go, what are you talking about? He go, I got it in the book. You're getting charged, you know, fifty five dollars a month. The guy's really getting charged forty five. Now the guy goes, no, 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 no. He goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. You only been paying forty five? Oh, let me call the office. Never, Never call a person. Pick up a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang up the phone. Said, listen. All I know is they think you're paying fifty five. But we're going to make it 50, and I can push that through to the boss. So we raised everybody $5 on the whole route. Times, Add times. that guys, up in businesses, man. You guys ruined everything. We ruined Saturday I tell him about Saturday. how we corrupt everything, and he, and he goes, why should I vote? He goes, <laughs> then, you know what we used to do to him, Jimmy? Mayor Koch. Remember Mayor Koch? Oh, my Ed yeah, Koch? Hey, this is what we did. I know him well. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we used to do, too? You're like this. Jimmy was fat. I told you, four hundred mm. pounds. So we 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 get him a job in the tow service. You know, towing yeah, car. You know, yeah. at the tow service. Now he, he was so fat he couldn't bend down and put the hooks under the car. So we'd follow him around when he went on a thing, and he couldn't get up. 
So he would give the person the hook to go put it under the car. Get out I swear, we're laughing our balls off. And, and we would crack up like you wouldn't believe. We had so much Was your fun. main job just watching Jimmy? I mean, you one know? of our main jobs, besides stealing and getting hot goods out of every trunk. How it many seems hot, like you were there for every Did you ever buy Jimmy's anything job? that wasn't out of a trunk? And, and, maybe I bought meat out of a trunk. Oh, I, meat? How I about mean, underwear, socks, uh, sweatsuits? Sweatsuits, perfume. Uh, I think. How about radios, VC, VCRs, all the back of the supermarket? You know, it was always. <laughs> it was always. Nick goes, I hate you guys up north. You ruin everything, and then you tell me to be. Legit. It was. It was. You know, but think about this. It was survival of the fittest. It was the jungle. You, you think about the hierarchy. Of, of the jungle. I mean, the lions. I mean, if you, it was the kill or be killed. It was eat. You had to have a mindset of survival. That is why, you, Pete, I always say to people, uh, listen, no matter what you think of us or whatever, New Yorkers are fast. They're good. You get them down here, they walk over people because oh, yeah. they're so fast. It's, they think on their feet. They're looking out for the next hustle. You know it, and I know yeah, it. It's, it's that you grime, get a bunch man. of, Nick is really like that. He yeah. comes from St. Louis, so he's a little, he's a city boy. Well, if you could consider that a city. <laughs> he shows me the city. I go, where's the buildings? There's no buildings. My son lives in uh, uh, Kansas City. Uh, but there's no buildings. Yeah. Even St. Louis. He, I go, there's five buildings down there. Was that the city? That's he goes, that, but he lived in the city. It's a su- His city is the suburbs to us. Oh, yeah. That's, that's you a, know? Yeah, that's, that's, that's. You know what I mean? There's no big buildings. No, that's. But he goes, I lived in, in St. Louis in the city. I go. Where's the buildings? No, it's it's lived on the south side. I think and, and of I, St. Louis, and I think that's where, where you get that mindset. And then I showed right? you the downtown. It's like I got to go there with you. And you were like, "There's five buildings here." And I was like, "That's <laughs> it. That's the downtown, <laughs> that's man." It. You know, like <laughs> we have the big arch, <laughs> and then like five five big <laughs> buildings. The subways. Us, you know? to us was six stories, and then those are projects with about eighteen stories. And yeah. then you go to Manhattan, and it's a oh, hundred stories, fifty crazy. stories, eighty crazy. stories. Oh, I know. You, yeah. I, I, think, I think that's the mindset me. people got to have. Even if you weren't born in New York, you got to have that hustler's mindset. Like, no one's going to stop you. You know, you, you got to wake up no matter what. And you're going to fail. You're I always tell everybody, you're going to fail. You're going to fall on your but face. But one of the guys who quit, they're weak. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking go forward. Think and of, if it takes, get a gun and rob fucking someone. Think about this. No, I'm this. only kidding, everybody. I'm well, only no, kidding. You sure, had a, you know, when you, like if, you, oh. if someone needs to eat, you know, they no, got to do no. what you got to do. You know, I'll tell you what. You know, I'm an honorary police gotta officer. got to do what you got to you know do. That? I'm an honorary police officer. I'm not a cop lover, but I'm an honorary police officer in St. Louis. Lake St. Louis. Nice town. That's really the city, right? Lake St. Louis. Oh. So anyway. It's I'm, like that is the suburb. <laughs> I'm there. in Lake St. Louis. I'm like, you know what the chief, and I really got along great with him. That's right. It's like 50 minutes from St. Louis. <laughs> he says to me, he goes, Larry, he goes, you know why I respect you? He goes, what people don't get is you're so honest. I right now will rob you and shoot you if I have to, if it meant my family eating wow. or me surviving. People don't, yeah. you know, we judge other people on what they have to do to survive. But we don't realize we would do the same exact thing. If it meant my mom eating or starving, guess what? Somebody's dying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's I what mean, I just said. And you, you said, you shut me down. I just said no, that. No, no, no. What I'm getting at. If somebody needs to get bit, robbed, somebody needs to get robbed. If you, I said, if you need to eat, I just said that. I'll play it back. I just, I know, but we don't need to do that. You You said, but if I say, listen, Nick, I'll help you out. It's out. It's out. 
It sounded I wasn't nice saying I'm going to do it. It sounded nice. I love it. You know, like, he's got, he got you. Cool. He's slick, this kid. Cool. This kid's slick. He, yeah, I like it. Nick is good. I wasn't saying I'm going to do it. I'm just saying if somebody needs to eat, somebody's getting robbed. Like, it boils down to that. If your kid life. needs formula, <laughs> if your kid needs formula, you're going into Walmart and yeah. you're stealing formula. Like, it's, that's what you're doing. That is true. That is it's true. Tough. You know, and, and people think, oh, just go to the line and wait. You know, come on. They, they make things so difficult for people. And they and they really, there is such a haves and haves nots. But you know what I learned? And, and I, I know this is going to sound, you know, we know, and yeah. you and I will know yeah. this very much. The world's corrupt. Period. It's you know what? Man. You don't Just say? get on the right side of corruption. I hate to say uh, Jeff that's isn't, cynical. But I Jeff just think isn't. it's gotten soft. No, no. no, Jeff isn't. Jeff Bezos? No. 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 He's a jit. I mean, I think I think it's gotten soft. Think about this in New York. If you had a car, you had to wake up five in the morning to move, move it to the other side. <laughs> they, I mean, people, we've gotten soft. I mean, it, it, everything is at your disposal. Well, for street cleaning, it, it, why, why are you moving? Yeah. Your car? Oh, okay. Oh, because street cleaning. And it's called every opposite, morning. Opposite side street yep. parking. Every you know, morning. One, every yeah, other every morning. morning. Yep. Before five. Like o'clock. you might have Monday and Wednesday to Jesus move it. Jesus Christ! You can't be there from nine in the morning to one in the afternoon. Yeah, ours was once a month. Like oh, no, 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 I would, no, no, no. I, I would pay the bums to watch the car. <laughs> well, we used to do that whenever I went to Yankee games oh. or stuff like that. You used to pay the guys oh, in the yeah. bottom. You're better off paying a guy twenty five bucks or something. Watch my car, and, and that guy will be sitting there looking at your car because yeah. he's not getting it. He gets half the money, and he gets the rest of the money. He literally be watching that car like this. he won't touch it, he and he won't touch it. it. He wants his money, and he knows you're gonna come back and do it again. That's right. And I used to have the same guy for years. That Remember, used to I mean, when it snowed in New York, oh. it was. It I would see people shoot each other for a parking spot. Oh. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was. I just, I think, I, I, I don't know if it's just, just a New York mentality, but I think we've gotten weak in certain things, and, and we, we, you can't be so freaking sensitive now. Everybody's no, so yeah, soft. Yeah. You know, that's 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 man. cancel culture bullshit and all. Yeah, that. yeah. All right, let me get back a couple of things before yeah. we got. You published for a number of. Yeah. You published for very famous people, yeah. right? And you also publish for mom and pops. Mom and pop, a regular yes. guy who wants to write a book. Yeah. Like you said, if you own a business, you're really smart to, to write a book. You, correct. You, the best lead generation generated for you is your book. I had a guy that he owned the mortgage business. He wrote a book about uh, Dan Ortiz. He wrote a book about kids in the social media world. Had nothing to do with his business, but his business was able to scale because of that book. You know, it's different. Like, hey, check this book out. Like, wow, you're an author. You're trusted. So I, I think people just think they have to spend $100,000. It's not expensive anymore. Now, if you want to do it, depending on the level that you want to do, that's what it is. Like a major publisher will, I mean, I know celebrities that they have to hire their own PR. They think the publishing company does not pay for your PR. I know, I know. You got to get a PR person and pay I'm them. the PR guy. Exactly. You are like, me. Oh, what are you going to do for my book? I'm going to publish it. I'm going to send it around the world, but you better get your own PR. They think that the publisher does the Oh, he's going to put you on the Jimmy Fallon and no, all this you, crap. You better get an Esmeralda bias and, and, and you know, all these, you know, uh, uh, Dylan Kivo people to give you that type of exposure, yeah. you know, because you won't get it on your own. Because the publisher's not going to spend that money. See, and that's what I used to get. You know, I used to think all the time, what are you doing for me? Yeah. Here's what happened. Yeah. When they offered me the money for my book, I already wrote it. I already paid my author. I already... Now what are you... They didn't give me any upfront help or anything. What are you doing for me? Oh, we're going to publish you. Uh, so am I going to publish myself. And I was way ahead of the curve because this was 2012, I think, or 13. I don't know what... Yeah, 12 or 13. And I did that and... I, I'll tell you what happened. I was with a, a company called Noon and Ashley. Uh, not Noon. I was with uh, 
NS Beanstalk was a big, uh, they repped uh, Dan Rather, mm. you know, agents yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And then they had me. And, you know, I, that's another a thing I don't need. You know, I mean, you don't, you need you. Yeah, you yeah. need a guy that you can get along with, you can talk to, who has your best interest, you work a deal with him. He gets a piece of the action. Everybody's happy. Yeah. That's what you need. That, it's, it's called, a, what I do with the major, you know, people is we call, we call it an admin publishing deal. We're just the back end system. We, we, we do the admin part and, and then the front end. You know, nobody's going to sell your book more than you. You know, Lady Gaga, I was watching this documentary that when her book would come out, I mean, her, her CD would come out, CDs, right? Um, CD. You know, she CD, would go. You know what a CD is? Yeah, it? she would go to like a hundred, I mean, Walmarts. And, and make sure that her book is, at, I mean, her CD is at the front. This is Lady Gaga. You know she's going to be a certified platinum. Whether you like her or not, she's going to sell. Oh, but she I love would her too. hustle her book. I mean, her CD. And the, the celebrities that push their book and they hustle, they do well. You, it doesn't matter what a PR machine is going to do to you. I, I can put your book in a 10,000 Barnes and Nobles, but if you're not talking about it. Nobody no, knows about no it. Knows about and it. how many people go into those Barnes and like Nobles? Like Jimmy. I mean. With like chocolate. Oh, absolutely. He was hiring, he was hiring you know, his, you know who Mr. Beast is? Yeah. He was hiring his Sw fans to go to Walmart and then put it, you know, nice and neat. And oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's talking about one I've of the... Never done he's that. I've never done that. I've never got a Barnes and Noble <laughs> move the book around. He's, <laughs> he's a genius, that kid. Yeah. That kid's really Mr. Beast, I mean, he turned down a billion dollars because he makes more. I mean... He's a genius. The you know, is it small. true that he, like... Took a thousand people to like to some island and they got healed of blindness. He no, he no, gave to your neck. I'll tell you he, more. He didn't Nick. take him to an island, but he brought him to the doctors. And yeah, he he because there's a type a thousand of, people see a thousand it was, people. Here. It was a type of blindness that is curable if you have the the money. Wow, okay. you know, this it's not like great. they are like a hundred percent dark blind. He gave an island away. He gave an the island dude, away. Dude. He gave a jet, a jet, not a small plane. A jet. You know what's the difference is? He wasn't afraid to fail. He oh, wasn't afraid to take a step. He's, you know what he, people don't know about him? He's not a one-hit wonder. He's yeah. not an overnight success. That kid knows algorithm. That kid knows he's yeah. smart. Like you said, you know, like book covers is the same to me yeah. as a thumbnail. Yeah. To me. Yeah. So you know, the, you know that? He knows that. Yeah. We know, you know, that it's all do, science. Do book cover, do you see that book covers change? Books, yeah, they evolve. They evolve. Lately, it's it's bone white, red fonts, yellow, blue. A book is judged by it. its yeah. cover. Let me tell you something. Well, a book is judged by its cover. And and you got to be careful because when they're scanning your book, just think about this. The distributor is looking for like these specific type of books. And we write the right code, the right SEO, the right uh, uh, index. So the book will get the, power, the right rankings because we know that part. But you want to make sure that cover is crisp, clean. But the I cover mean, change, you can change the cover. You can Throughout change his lifetime. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. are changing yeah. the covers. Yeah. You were calling the sure first edition, the second edition, the yeah. third right. edition. Yeah, we're changing this. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 this is great, but a, a definitely a newer cover, a mm. more modern totally. cover. Totally. That's 10 years old, yeah. 12 yeah. years old. Yeah. You know? I'll show you. We had flaps on the other. Well, I'll show you some of it. Yeah. But we're, we're changing things because I think you should do it. In, just like videos, you go in the back, you change the thumbnails, you change the SEO, you change the tags, you change the descriptions. You know, the, the things you do. I mean, obviously... Nick and the younger crew are very good. I got a couple of really good young guys. I'm about, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm verified on, on, on YouTube, and I haven't even launched my show. I had a, I had a good podcast for a while, but talking to you, I'm definitely gonna. I'll, I'll give you some knowledge on the publishing. You help me out with YouTube because <sighs> I gotta get, I gotta get back out. There. I think, I think voice and video is the most important part, and it's free. And here's the thing, though, what people don't know, and you'll know this, mm -hmm. it's work. Yeah. 
People think this is not Nick oh, will tell. Nick works hard more than me. I mean, I do the content, but if I didn't have Nick setting things up, really oh. yelling at me all the time, he drives me crazy because <laughs> I'm getting old. I'm, yeah. I'll be 62 next week. It's crazy. 62 next you're, week. You're, you're best days ahead of you. Ah, I agree. On, I'm not dying yet. No, I figure I get give the last me, of the Mohicans, man. They don't make them like us anymore. You know, man. I got 20 more years. Yeah. That's it. Give me 20 where I can still get an erection and do right and all that. 20 prime of... years. <laughs> I love it. If not, I'll get the shot. But what you said is right. It's, it, you know, my, my Instagram, it's at XP Lopez Jr. And, and it's, I, I have a video guy and we sit down once every two, three weeks and we do video content. It's a lot of work, it's exhausting. And you got to just constantly be there, man. And, and you sometimes know, you don't. And it's funny, you know, uh, uh, really, Pete, because believe it or not, I'm always thinking content. Nick mm. is too. We're always thinking content. And we'll be out somewhere. We're on a plane. We'll say, oh, what a good hit. Oh, he'll stop me. Yeah. and say, do this. And, and I don't get it sometimes, but he does. Or I might have an idea and it he'll get it after we talk about it a little yeah. bit or something. So, I mean... But that's what makes it fun, I yeah. think. You know, yeah. I still enjoy. I like to take care of my mom. Mm -hmm. I mean, do I think you. I would be here if I didn't have my mom? No, I'd probably be in, probably Miami, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. No, I don't know about L.A. I'm not a fan. Nick is now because the weather is so <laughs> beautiful. Uh, New, you know, not New that's York. That's the only thing I like about L.A. Huh? Yeah, the weather. The weather. Nice. You know, the whole thing but is, I also that, like you know, you Montana. and I. Yeah. I can't go to New York unless I'm living in a beautiful penthouse in Manhattan. Because I'm not going down to the boroughs. I'm not going on the trains. You know the game, the anxiety, man. man. It, I was like, whoa. And with technology, it's so we don't have to. It's so crowded now. It's like, so, but. I got an idea I think we're going to do. We're gonna, go. I'll talk to you about it afterwards. But anyway, so now to end this with you. How do people get a hold of you if they want to get more information? Do you have any courses or anything like that? I have a master class. If, if you, uh, what, what we'll do is I'm going to like set up a, uh, if you like. E, uh, 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 email tagline Larry Lawton uh, YouTube I'll, I'll give 30% off but it'll be it's www.publifypress.com uh, we gotta get all that for you and we'll get all your info your Instagram and, we'll get all yeah, that and, and we'll I'll get, there's a free uh, we're offering a free book template like how to write your book but you know we'll, we'll do some consultation if you wanna do it right uh, and you want it with excellence listen the dead rule the world today because of what we wrote yesterday. What's going to outlast you for the next thousand years is a book. Even this season, the last two years, physical books outsold ebooks and audiobooks. So really? books, books are going nowhere. There, I mean, the, the world was built on books. It's I an mean, aesthetic thing. It, it is you need. I mean, so when people, so this my book is my legacy. It is that your, my cigar. I said that. I like that. Your book is your legacy. Like that is a clip we got to put. Like, your book is a legacy. It will speak for you. Think about the Bible. Think about Shakespeare. Think about Ernest Hemingway. Like, these books have built who we are today. I mean, music is good, but it has a little percentage of how it changed society. Well, you know, books, We're again, books. You, you do everything with a book. You could, you could fix something with books. You could listen. They're from the turn of the century books. Yeah. You know, yeah, they've been around yeah. forever. So, so they're going to get hold of you. you. They can always get hold of me if yeah. they emailed us, Nick or anybody. What, what, what if we help a few people out? Maybe we'll come up with some type of uh, uh, co-publishing, me and you, and blow somebody up and be like, hey. You know, you know uh, listen, maybe we'll do a contest where we get somebody who has a greatest story That's and it. they bring it in and, and we publish them. Uh, we we it do it my, right. Pit my book. You know, like, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like do, it right. you know, do it right. Do it right. Show excellent. them and train them how to oh, do things on media. It's like that TikTok uh, girl. She like 
filmed her dad kind of like down because his book was out for 14 oh, years. Oh, and it went viral. And oh, yeah, he yeah. only sold like 11 copies. And nice. then the next night, he was a number one author. Yeah, and it just yeah. really up. Yeah, that would be cool. I think I I I think we could do I, something and help I'm somebody really good about books. I believe. Listen, man, my third grade teacher, Miss Tabucci, in PS twenty nine, told me <laughs> you should you should never ever write again. You have poor grammar. You can't spell, and, and well, you can't even no for self. <laughs> you know, I like and, that. And twelve years later, I've published a thousand books, man. Like, don't ever let anyone tell you it can't I, be. I, that's I, what you don't ever you let anyone limit you, Larry. Man, you you were born in the concrete jungle, man. And look at where you are right now, like. You started late, and look at what you are. Like it's never too late to get started. I, I talk to people about that, and I'll just end on that with that with you and I. I, I like that idea. We're yeah. gonna run something by that. That'd be cool. Where we actually put criteria together. We take a really needy, and I don't care where they're from. Mm -hmm. And what we'll do is give them media training, give them help, and do everything, and and make it, you know. Got to have a story. Got to work hard because you know if they don't want to work hard, we're not doing it for nope, them. No, nope. but we're gonna show them how, and we're gonna put it up for them. We'll do everything. Yeah. Uh, but what I often tell people, Pete, is I got out of prison at forty six years old. They took six million dollars from me when I went to prison. I came out in debt in prison with the worst record in the world. Obviously, I got a pretty bad record. I'll show you that one day. And you know what? You can make it with hard work, with passion, never quitting. And that's the concrete that's jungle. It. And that's you're it. like that, too. That's, that's why it. we connect. Yeah. But I want to thank you, Pete, for coming thank on the you, show. Sir, I really thank mean you, that. Larry. Had a great time. I hope the audience learned a lot. Nick, any questions? Anything uh, going on here? No, nope, not right now. Not, not it, now. Let's Pete, again, we'll do it again for yeah, sure. Yeah. And you know I'll help you with anything you need. No, I appreciate so, it. ladies and gentlemen, have a great day. Make good choices. Don't touch and anything. see you Monday. Take care. Uh, no, program note. We are going to be changing our air dates on Tuesdays and Fridays. It used to be Monday and Friday. We got the weekends on. It's Tuesday and Friday. And we will have the videos up with the podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Please stay safe, and I'll see you Don't Tuesday. Don't touch anything. It's the greatest find yet. Nothing compares to it. But it's definitely something you should hear. This is The Real Deal with Larry Lawton.